nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? This episode of Nerdables, we are talking Warner Media joining the streaming service world. Mattel loses most of their DC Comics license. Watson and Holmes struggles at the box office, while Aquaman rises to the top. We wrap up this year with our top five faves, and Nacho Man returns with some new Christmas hits. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Shouldn't that be Watson and Holmes try to solve the mystery of no audience or something? Yeah, seriously. The mystery of no audience? Yeah. Why people are walking out? Uh, so Warner Media. So wait, wait. We can have Mikey call from London, but we can't have him call from New Orleans. I know, right? Well, well, no. His his situation is different now. He's not on. He's not by himself. <laughs> he's not by himself. It may not be that different. <laughs> <coughs> yes, he would my... see an exciting non. He would see an exciting NFL game that meant absolutely nothing. Yep. Mikey so won uh... that game, and I was it's, when they won last week and sealed that, and I was like, oh, that's gonna blow. Originally he wasn't. He was going, and then he wasn't going. And like, yeah. He went, and I was like, "Great, get a Teddy Bridgewater jersey because he's he's the starter for Drew Brees because it literally means nothing. Yeah. There's no way they could fall out of that first seed. No. But you know, hey, it's no. I, no being I in the you, Superdome yeah, itself going, is just going amazing. To a, sometimes experience. it's almost. I think when you're going to a new place, a new building like that, it's almost better to be a game that doesn't mean anything because right. you can explore the building. Yeah. Like we're going to a Blackhawks game at the end of C two E two. And I don't even remember who they're playing, but I'm sitting there going, I kind of want to just walk around the stadium a lot, but I also don't want to miss the game. Right. Although the Blackhawks blow, except they can beat the Avalanche all the time because the Avalanche <laughs> are a free fall. But this is sports talk with the Nerdables crew. Um, so I think like having a game that doesn't really mean anything is almost better to just kind of walk around and see. Especially the if you want to see like the that. stadium, yeah. Yeah, if you want to go do and, and with a football stadium, I imagine. There's a ton of extra stuff to do through the concourse and stuff. Oh, Whenever yeah. they show those... Uh, is it like Dallas's stadium where they have just a bunch of other stuff? Nothing is like Dallas's stadium. <laughs> Yet. An $80 billion stadium to Jerry right. Jones's penis. Until um, we get to new L.A. stadium. I don't even think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be that. Because the, the tradition for L.A. is not. Right. What, what are you going to put in it? Wow, the San Diego Chargers went to one Super Bowl. Oh, you're talking like about like the heritage, LA. yeah. Uh, all the success of the Rams and the Chargers is in, is in another city. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens this year, but I got a weird feeling both of them are going to lose in the first round. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, doesn't doesn't the Rams have to play next week? No, they got a first round bye. So who is Philadelphia playing? Because they said that the Long Brothers are playing each other. I thought... No, because uh, Chicago, if Chicago... No, LA had to win to get the first round bye. Or Chicago had to lose. Well, Chicago didn't lose. Chicago didn't lose, but L.A. won big. Okay. So they have a first round They kept bye. talking on, on Fox about how the Long Brothers were playing each other. Does the other Long play for Chicago then? Uh, I know Chris Long yeah. plays for Philadelphia. I yeah, I, he, I think so. Because Chicago... It must a... be, because they kept talking about it. And yeah, now that you mention it, when I was listening to the end of the Philly game, they were talking about... Minnesota, because Minnesota needed to lose for Philly to make the playoffs. Right. To not be the first Super Bowl winning team to miss the playoffs in something like 25 years. Right. <laughs> um, what a season. Uh, and so they kept talking about it, and I was like, okay, so I mean, he must play for Chicago then. Who's the other? Oh, duh. Yeah, the Saints, idiot. I was like, who's the other boy? Well, since we are talking I saw Super the fact Bowl. that the Chargers are like 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 or something, like their best record in years. They have to play next week because yeah. they didn't. They're playing a division champion that that won something like four less games than them. 
I know. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It just division. I've always got this argument in hockey when they used to have when they used to have three divisions in each conference. If you won the division, you were automatically one of the top three seeds. So there was a year when the southeastern division and the east is a terrible division. It was like the Capitals would win it big or whatever. But there was a year that Florida won, and Florida had a worse record than three of the other teams. Yeah. They were seventh out of eight records for the te- the eight teams that made the playoffs <laughs> of the Eastern Conference, but they got the first round at home because they were division champions. And everyone's like, that's not fair. Like, you have to have that because divi- winning the division still means something. And if you're in a really tough division, like all the teams that are in the Central that beat the hell out of each other, you should des- – you guys, like, you deserve to be one of those top seeds because you won your division. It's the Central yeah. and the Metropolitan and the NHL are insane, although this year the Atlantic's actually bigger. Than the well, weren't there a couple years ago when there was a 9-7 and seven team that, like, won- nine and seven team that won their division? Uh, a couple of years ago, the Chargers won the division at eight and eight. Yeah, and hosted their first game and lost. Hmm. Um, oh, no, wait, I think they won that year. I'm trying to remember, but they won their division at eight and eight. They literally had the worst record of any playoff team. Yeah, there was that year that the <laughs> the year that Tom Brady got hurt. Mm-hmm. They went like twelve and four and didn't make the playoffs. Right with uh, with what's his face? Uh, was it Matt Castle? Was the the back? I think so. Year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Went twelve and four, didn't make the playoffs because they didn't win their division. Yep, that was nuts. <coughs> I think it was the only time they missed the playoffs, like in two decades too. <laughs> well, speaking of Super Bowl, and I am going to be a proud papa here and say everybody needs to tune in to the Super Bowl, like they're not going to, to watch. You're not allowed to say this. Are you? I can't say what it is for, <laughs> but my daughter will be starring in a big time commercial for the uh, Super Bowl. Yay! As long as it's not a lethal weapon two situation. <laughs> I think it's it's two, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, anyways, which it won't be. <laughs> Warner Brothers or Warner Media is joining the streaming service world, but they're doing it well, all. They're, they're joining it again because DC has its own streaming service. As right, DC uni- the DC universe, universe has its own. I think this is for everything. This else. is everything. Else. This is everything. What I'm saying is that this isn't their first foray into no, 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 no. Universe. It's it's the first it for anything like, that's Warner Brothers, yeah. excluding DC. And it sounds like it's just as screwed up as the DC one. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's three tiers. There's a three tiered service. That's a basic, a premium, and then mm-hmm. an exclusive. like an A list or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Uh, because I just I just read it and it's this is stupid. Because it it's it's the scary thing for me is if it works. And everybody's well, that's what I'm worried about too. Because you think of something like Warner Brothers. Cause Warner Brothers is the distributor for Harry Potter, right? Yes. So wouldn't you just put all the Harry Potter films in your streaming service? And in, in your in your doing your top streaming service? Yes. Like if your kids want to watch Harry Potter over and over again, you're gonna pay twenty four dollars, you know, twenty five bucks a month for it, yes, or something like that. Like that's that's the thing is which Harry Potter, all the Harry Potter Harry Potter movies, wow, are going to be on Netflix starting January. Yeah, it's probably not going to be there for super long. No, I don't. I can't the, imagine. The article doesn't say when this starts. Right. But you kind of figure at this point, you may do that. You may make a sweetheart deal with Netflix. Like you tell Netflix, don't we're not even going to charge you. Right. But you have to tell us how many people watch it. I think that's the whole point of this. Because if they sit there in like January, February, March, we have five million people watching all eight, eight yes. Harry Potter films over and over and over again, that's telling Warner Brothers Media, put that in the, the top, top tier, tier yeah. and people will pay for it. See, I think I think that's what this 
venture for them of putting it on Netflix yeah. because they've recently been putting it on U, uh, USA and and yeah. Sci-Fi, and I thought it was one other station that they own that they've been playing it, and it's just like all the time, almost every weekend, Harry Potter's playing over and over again, and I think I it's seem to run into the same one over and over. Again. <laughs> but I but I think you're right. I think it's to see how many people will yeah. watch if you're, it. If you're Netflix. It's a chance for you to get them. And again, just spitballing. If Warner Brothers is telling you, you don't have to pay for it. Right. We'll give it to you for free. All you have to give us is numbers. If I'm Netflix, like, sure, I'll take that for four months. Yeah. Why not? See how many they people watch it. They can get some more yeah. subscribers. You get people that sub- subscribers or keep people that are there as you're losing some mm-hmm. content. Yeah. As you're going. Um, it's, it's just... It's a win-win for them. Did you see what else is this month? No. Solo. Oh yeah, a, um, solo. Ant-Man and Wasp, and there was a lot a of stuff I either ordered, own, or Indiana Jones too. Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, that's that for me is kind of cool because yeah, I have those old DVDs. I don't think I ever opened that set. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. the only the only one I've ever watched on DVD is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because I got it and I was like, I kind of want to. It's the worst see one. But it, it was just interesting that the Kingdom thing, of the Crystal Skull has little pieces. It's like you're watching that movie and going, "This should be so much better." Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And we did. Ends. We did. I don't remember what show it was. It was like in our first year where I talked about what I thought we picked it. Yeah, yeah. What what four should have been? And you know, like they had a chance to make a really great movie, yeah. and they mm-hmm. dropped it. It's funny that after Crystal Skull to go backwards and watch them in reverse and realize that Last Crusade has huge problems in it for me now too because <laughs> it's so clunky. Or not uh, uh, campy. Yeah. It's oh, so yeah. campy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got it wins because it's got so much heart. But I go back and watch those first three, and I'm like, Temple of Doom is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's a really well put together picture. Uh, not that Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade isn't, but there's some parts of it I'm going, man, this is dumb. Yeah. And you can see it. Oh, yeah. And I still love Red Letter Media, the guy that's like, everything went wrong when Steven Spielberg got married. <laughs> Once he's happy, his movie sucked. <laughs> well, that's what people started saying with Lucas when, you know, that when he had kids, they his films went, you know, Yeah, south. well, there's a, there's a lot of that. I mean, you, you have, in the music world, Fiona Apple talked about this when she married uh, P.T. Anderson. Yeah. And she said, I, I don't have anything for an album. Right. Like, I literally can't write an album or else it's just all like... <laughs> I'm in love and it's great. Yeah. Everything's amazing and the world is incredible. And, you know, she kind of tongue in cheek went like, I think I'm going to divorce him or else I'm going to lose my music career. And she became non-existent after that. Well, look at Avril Lavigne who did all those, you know. I mean, well, she's dead. So. Teen angst, you know, songs and everything. Once she had. Was she really ever that angry? She appeared to be. She appeared to be. Before she angry. died and got replaced by a body double. It's funny to see people like, like. Alanis Morissette, who started really angry, but was able to kind of transition yeah. as she became mm-hmm. older and more mature. Her music was still, to me, le- way less successful. Right. Tangent time. But just as intriguing, just as, as complex and engaging to me. In fact, I thought I think it's better. Because her voice I thought her voice got better too. Yeah. It was really stop trying to be so and, and fit mm-hmm. into something where she could just do her own albums. But anyway. So yes, Warner Media is going do to put think- the, the Harry <laughs> Potter films on their top tier. But that's, if you do you think they'll do a, like an archive tier and then, you know, 
Well, I think the way the article says it is the top tier has everything. Everything. Well, yeah, obviously. What has everything? The Bottom problem tier. is we don't know what everything is. If Warner Brothers is saying, because we've talked about this with Disney, we're like, if Disney opens their play service and they're like, hey, 10% of our of our content is on there, that, that app isn't really worth as much. If Disney opens it up and says, within six months, everything we've ever had is going to be on this, that app is, that, that streaming service is now super... Uh, uh, valuable to someone mm. like me which it doesn't seem like that's what the case is with disney no disney looks like they're starting with very few i mean they talked about nothing new or nothing old's going to be on it when it starts we're only doing 2019 right. movies yada 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 whatever as they're trying to get some of their content back but as far as i know i mean their classic animated films don't stream anywhere right no all the you know, there's some new stuff that's on netflix i know manoa's no whatever uh the surf one with Ma- Moana? Moana. There we go. I keep wanting to say Manoa. Uh, I mean, they had, the they had like they're, Inside they're, Out yeah, and things like that. Yeah, Pixar stuff is on it and stuff like that. So it's not, it's not like nothing is streaming. Right. Because right? I think it's still with contract on Netflix. Yeah, but that, what I'm saying is like Beauty and the Beast and Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and and Little Mermaid. The Renaissance and, and The Renaissance era, and yeah. the classic era no. are not streaming anywhere. Correct. So if I'm Disney Play... That's the place to put it, but it seems like they're not going to do that right away. And again, you don't want to throw everything there right away. Right. Because you want to hold something. If they decide not to do a movie in 2020 for Star Wars, you could see them say, all nine films are now on Disney Play in June of 2020. Mm -hmm. The first time that the original trilogy is streaming. And maybe that gives you the chance to give you options of... You can take the original, you can take the first special edition, or you can take the one that we screwed up. Which we we already know that the original trilogy special edition version or blu-ray whatever version is available digitally because you can buy it through the itunes the itunes store and, and amazon the original release mm-hmm. of the special edition not that's the, the problem when you do that all those i know because that's it's, it's, one I of the think things that would blu-ray. be interesting to me is to see how to see if 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 they would do that like here's your uncut which they released on dvd before yes once the special editions were out Here's your special edition when it hit the theaters, but so many of those have been changed since. We talked about it with Empire Strikes Back. Of the the Emperor's speech has changed like three times since right. even the special edition was put out. So in terms of Warner Brothers, so we can try and get back on that. It's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. If it's something where obviously Warner Brothers has years and years and decades and decades of content, right? Mm-hmm. So much of that older stuff is almost, it, it's all but public domain in terms of like other streaming services that have free content is sitting, it's sitting on there. I mean, I'm talking like classic black and white movies from the 40s and 50s. All the Warner Archive stuff. Yeah, that yeah. type of stuff. But that may be like their basic tier or say, hey. Well, that, no, that's the thing is their basic tier may be the stuff that everybody wants to watch because you're st- it's still going to cost you. It's not going to be, you know, that's if you're, if you're be... talking like 10, 15, and 25. The 25 could be for hardcore people that you're like, we're putting this stuff from way back in the vault. Because I imagine it would also be more costly to transfer all that stuff to digital. Oh, sure. Unless it's already there in terms of, mm-hmm. in terms of trying to preserve depends it. Depends on how much they've done. Yeah, it depends on how much. If, if you're sitting there, if, if, if you're a, a studio that's trying to preserve its legacy, the first thing you should be doing right now in this age is preserving everything digitally right so that it still exists somewhere so that if you know the film vault burned all of our film is gone mm-hmm. but these two you know thumb drives have every film we've ever made <laughs> in high quality. Yeah. so it may already have happened but if it hasn't the way to recoup your your money for trying to digitize old old films is to do it with um with charging a service for it 
But think of also what else is in Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers has classic cartoons that aren't streaming. Uh, anywhere. I was going to say that. Yeah. I mean, non. You're, this is all non DC related stuff. Right. But you're sitting there saying that you're going to have Looney Tunes. Um, don't they have Hanna Barbera too? They now own Hanna Barbera. Yeah. So you have classic Hanna Barbera stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a ton of of classic cartoons. Tex Avery stuff. Yeah. They've where got... where would you put that? Maybe you put that in the highest tier because you don't want your kids watching those old cartoons. Because like, hey, this is bad. Yeah. Um, I think they even own Tom and Jerry and everything now. They probably do because Don doesn't. Because I think they own. bought them when they bought when they created Boom. Yeah. Because Boom is their archive channel. Or, you was know, it Cartoon all, Network? Cartoon Network, Time Warner. Cartoon, right? yeah, Cartoon Network. It was originally. So if you think of all the Cartoon Network stuff is theirs too. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that they canceled for Annoying Orange. Right. Um, <laughs> Look, if the $25 tier lets me watch the five episodes of Symbiotic Titan that they actually made over and over again, I'll be happy. You get all the, the Tiny Toons stuff. Yeah. Isn't Tiny Toons streaming somewhere? Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Animaniacs is on Netflix. Animaniacs is on Netflix. Again, Tiny Toons was on there for a while. Yeah. I watched an episode of Tiny Toons at White Chocolates. It's like, wow. They got away with a lot. Well, that's the thing. His wife is watching going, I don't know if the kid should watch this. There's a kidnapping in this one. Right. And then, so, she turns it off, and Eric's like, well, great. Now the kids don't know that she gets away. Well, okay. <laughs> you remember in the 90s, there used to be the WB uh, yeah. kids after school. Oh, yeah. And they had, uh, they had a... Tiny Toons was amazing. And Tiny Toons, they had, they had a, uh, a Peter Pan one. I don't remember that. There was a Peter Pan, it was, I think, Hooked or something. Yeah, it was right after the movie came out, and it was it was Peter Pan. They had a Peter Pan one. Um, they were they had Animaniacs. But again, that's the type of stuff that you can put in that top tier, knowing that people like us, not necessarily kids, but people like us who want to relive that content, would be willing, maybe, be willing to play twenty or twenty five dollars. Flintstones, Jetsons. They've got all that stuff. Scooby Doo. Yeah. If you're Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is probably well even even more so than i think with disney in terms of adult films or whatever you know theatrical releases this would be the largest studio to have its own streaming service yes mm-hmm. that you I think then are, are warner brothers is one of the the longest running studios that's what too. i mean yeah. in terms of they have a ton of stuff now it's not and their subsidiaries yeah but it's it's they have access to a wealth of stuff so it makes sense that if anyone's going to try this it's this even more so i think than disney Mm -hmm. because so much of disney's exciting quote-unquote content is recent right stuff that they've picked up it's someone like me no there's stuff that but but really how many people are going i can't wait to watch all of marvel on one service versus people going i really wish the apple dumpling gang was on a service you know it's it's their classic stuff is still classic but it's not something that drives a streaming service no and in terms of warner brothers it's not either but as much as you have you're almost in a way it, it may even be that kind of what what disney isn't doing is warner brothers is telling you look at this this gigantic cloud of stuff that's mm-hmm. existed for a hundred years is available to you on demand immediately for $25 a month. Or you can get the last two years of films for $20. Yeah. Or $10 or whatever, you know, to kind of keep up. And so maybe the mid-tier becomes Harry Potter. Because that's that's the thing that they're going to use to drive it. 
to me. Well, you got your old you, the old westerns. You've got you know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. That that tier is probably all the classic stuff that people who have discretionary income that aren't necessarily worried about old cartoons or aren't right. worried about Harry Potter, but would love to have all this other stuff. That's the tier that they would have. Because I think if you put Harry Potter in that tier, it may backfire. I think so. Too. Harry Potter watching. will end up in your, in whatever your family friendly. I think tier. your mid tier has you're, Harry Potter because you're going to goose it to get people. <laughs> the worst thing is we put the first three Harry Potters in the little, the lower one, uh, but if you want the other five, you got to get the second or tier. Or worse is you have the Harry Potters in one tier, and then you have the Fantastic Beast in another tier. I don't know how many people really care about Fantastic Beasts versus Harry Potter. Well, I'm just, you know, you, you split no, up the wizarding world, and yeah. that would, I think, I think if you don't put Harry Potter in your main tier, you're going to hurt yourself. So anything, you know, Harry well, Potter will go there, of, and anything that you're releasing now and within the last but 10 years. Thing, if you're not, if you're not um, advertising, your only sense of money is getting any sort of money from a subscriber. Right. So putting Harry Potter in a tier that is higher is trying to force people to pay more so that you can get more. Not putting it in your lower tier or your your almost free tier or whatever maybe something that they're going to try because simply that's the only way we can make money. Why is Netflix making original content right now? Like this is the only way we can make money. Yeah. People have to we have to have subscribers. We don't have advertising. Yes. I saw a Netflix streaming service that was saying that you can watch the films for free, but you have commercials in it. That's the future. Yeah. Well, no, I take that back. The future is you're going to pay ten bucks a month for Netflix, and there's going to be commercials in. It. Yeah. I mean, that's the CW app. The oh if yeah. You stream it on through a service or whatever. <clears throat> there's nothing. Or no, if you if you stream it through your phone, apparently it, there's no commercials, or you can get past them. You can just go past the little yellow right. line or whatever. But if you're doing it through the Roku, this is the problem I had, is it's automatic commercials. You can't fast forward through them. And my problem was it kept crashing. And so when you started it again, when I'm watching the latest episode of Riverdale, got to go back, season two, episode seven, click. There's the there's the um, advertisement before it starts again. So I'm seeing the ad again. I got to go through the chapters to get to whatever. I mean, it's it's once all these places have their ad, have their um, streaming services i think it's it's inevitable we're going to see a a advertising program and then yeah well, hell netflix was saying they're gonna start uh putting ads for their content in between shows like if you're watching if you're binge watching something like in between episodes you're gonna get a commercial for a show that may be what i saw that's on netflix yeah yeah, yeah. and even then which to me is kind of odd i mean like where why are you doing that? Usually, ads are for generating revenue for your product. So why would you be putting? Your well, own it, stuff? It, it, in terms of Netflix, generating revenue is to not only get new subscribers, but you have to hold on to who you have. As you're having right. all of these other companies that are adding, people have to make choices. When Disney comes on, it'll be interesting to see. We'll never know because they don't release numbers. But what does Netflix's numbers look like the month before and the month after Disney puts out a service for ten bucks a month? Yeah, where you're mm-hmm. paying the same thing as you paid for Netflix, but you're looking at this going, I get all the Disney content and all the original stuff that they're doing, the stuff that we've talked about. I'm going to do that instead of doing Netflix now. Yeah. The only way you stay with Netflix is really what they're doing and 
There's a ton of original content that you can't get anywhere else that people are apparently enjoying. So, you know, it, it's it's going to be <coughs> well. Be I mean, interesting to, and, and it always sucks not having numbers because you really can't. It's hard to judge what you what's what the impact of all of this is. Well, apparently the DC one's doing very well because Titans is getting a second season. Titans is getting a second season because DC is doing well enough. CBS Discovery or All Access or whatever right. is the sort of same sort of thing. People can sit there and say, well, if they did Discovery season two, obviously it's a huge success. No, it's good enough. Yeah. It's making the money. It's not losing money because we don't get real numbers. Box office numbers are box office numbers, right? We're looking at movies, and we'll talk about this later with a movie that's making a lot of money and a movie that's not making anything. We can judge the, the commercial success of every film when it's released because box office numbers are made available to the public. We used to get ratings. We can we can look at that. We can look on the systems right. and see these are ratings. You have these companies now that their ratings, their box office numbers in, in, in quote unquote for a TV series are privatized. They don't want people to know. Sure. You know there was there's um you know we listen to Kevin and Bean a lot when uh, Netflix did like their top ten most popular shows. One of the co-hosts there, Jensen Karp, said this is complete crap. Yeah. Because it's always stuff that Netflix owns. Right. It's never anything that they're either buying for somebody else. None of the Marvel shows are on it. They did a top ten. None of the Marvel shows were on it. Right. And yet you have another group in that parrot company or whatever that swears that they know the numbers telling you that Daredevil is the fourth most popular show. Narcos is number one, but it's not number one on the list that Netflix released. Right. The number one on the Netflix one is the 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 kitty one, the Team Rome rom com, whatever. And they, they even the wording is silly weird. It's like the most impactful, you know, repeat viewings yeah. and stuff like that in terms of who's binging. And then yes, it's a lot of kitty stuff because they're watching some of these seasons two, three times because they don't have a job. Stupid kids. Um, get everything free. Screw you. Well, I know uh, that. I mean, I know when when Puss in Boots was on there, and the ratings or not really the ratings, whatever the viewing for it was it's the same idea higher yeah. than a lot of the others yeah because you know and but netflix is somehow never tell you that no and no that's but, the but thing netflix is, it's not in netflix's it. best interest for that because it's something that's owned by another company right dreamworks was keeping track of their yeah. of their of, of their metrics yeah obviously and, and, and that's the weird thing when you have a company that's going we're not going to release anything to the public they have to be releasing it to somebody correct if i'm if i'm disney we just talked about it with warner brothers I have to have inconclusive, or inconclusive, conclusive proof of numbers from Netflix that's independent. That isn't yeah. Netflix saying, "Oh yeah, no one watched Harry Potter. Fifty million people watched it in one month. You know, right. or whatever. It streamed fifty million times in one month all over the world." But you're telling Warner Brothers, "Nope, nobody saw it." And that's where you know this distrust of companies and, and types of things when they're being secretive like this is exactly what is uh is is the problem no one's trusting netflix when it tells you its own numbers because there's no one there that is able to verify it one way or the other right so you don't have anybody saying we don't know what the most popular thing is you know i always found it funny something like Mad Men. you know oh amc's like it's everyone's watching i literally know one person that watched Mad Men at the time that it was on that was mikey right that was it Nobody else I knew watched Mad Men, but AMC is telling me it's the number one show on cable. This is before Walking Dead. Or something, yeah. You know? So they're like, but no one I know is watching this. You know, 
Or when you look at their numbers, you had you know you would think something like Better Call Saul would be in their top four, and we, we remember we figured it out. Yeah, it we was, looked at it once of the stuff that was there. It's like we were Walking doing... Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Badlands, and then something else, and then Saul. It was, I think it was because we were talking about Fear and the fact that Fear wasn't in their top. Right, it was like some other weird show. We were surprised by how high Badland was or whatever. And even cable numbers are a little skewed because if you're doing it in terms of the old Nielsen thing, the much more accurate thing is to go to DirecTV and go, what is everybody watching? DirecTV yeah. knows what every single person in the country that has their boxes watching at any minute. Mm -hmm. DirecTV can sit there and say, we know what the most popular thing on DirecTV is at any given second of any given day of every, any given week, of any given month, of every given year. Yep. And so they could look at something and say, look, everyone may be saying that everyone's watching Big Bang Theory at 8 o'clock on Monday. But we know that's not true. We're looking at our numbers and going, less than a quarter of our subscribers are, are watching it. And of course, it's a fractured thing. There's, it's hard to get big numbers for anything anymore. But it's just crazy what defines success. Right. And it's an internal thing. Like we, and it'll be the, What I'm saying in terms of, of, a, of a streaming service saying that we're getting another season of something, it may even be... We, we went through one of the Netflix things of something of where... Netflix may keep something that's not performing well because they like what it does for them. Right. Um, Amazon did that with the the transgender one that what's his face was in. You know, it felt like I think it was just trans or something like that. I can't remember what that uh, one yeah. was. Um, oh yeah, yeah, no. It, it was one of those things that was critically successful. Trans America. Yeah, it was super successful. Critically, right. But no one ever really believed any of those numbers. And like, why do you keep renewing it? Because it gives us clout. It, you know, people in the industry like it. Right. That sort of thing. Um, and then Jeffrey Tambor got mixed up in Me Too and they canceled it. Uh, Fox had done that for a little while. Mm -hmm. I think Fox had admitted, like, we kept Brooklyn Nine-Nine even though no one was watching it because everybody in the industry loves this show. Still can't figure out why. Uh, Which so is why it. NBC picked it up. And then NBC up. picks it up because NBC's like that number for. And it, CW versus CBS for Supergirl. Mm -hmm. CBS is going, these are low numbers. CW's like, this is better than anything we have. Give right. it to us. We'll put it on. That, that number works for us because we make everything cheaper. Yep. Because we don't have to pay Harrison Ford's wife. Yeah, they just mentioned her. Mentioned her. They made her president. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Wow. The, uh, Kat, I know she's in a couple episodes. Cat Grant is now president. president Grant? Yeah, is that when Lex Luthor takes over now and runs for president against her? Um, speaking of DC, uh, Mar uh, Mattel loses most of their DC license. This is a big deal because well, we already know that Mattel's had to cut back with the Toys R Us loss. Mm -hmm. Well, Mattel cut back like just fired twenty thousand people or whatever. Right. Yeah. The thing with it is it's very vague because it's boys' action toys, which doesn't always necessarily mean action figures. It could, couldn't. But again, this doesn't take place till 2020. Right. Like it was they're going to Spin Master. Which yeah. I'm surprised is still operating. I did not know Spin Master was they made still those a company. Toys. Um, Spin Master, yes, is still a company. Uh, yeah, they, they, they own Paw Patrol. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so they're, they have bank. Because apparently Paw Patrol is huge. Paw Patrol my, is huge. Now my nephew has a fire truck, and he just clicks the button that has the theme song. That's all I had stuck on my head for Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. My nephews, too, loved Paw Patrol. I'm sitting, uh, yeah. I'm sitting in I the bathroom. I have a couple that are... And all I can hear in my head while I'm sitting in the bathroom, Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's like another button that does the wee 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 whatever, and we kept trying to get him to click that one. Push nope. this button. He kept going to the right and hitting the, the theme song one. I was like, I can't wait till this thing is out of my house. But see, Mattel, they dropped their their Monster High Ever After High line 
for girls mm-hmm. not too long. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of just over the last year. Completely. People say if Patel's in trouble, they still have Barbie and they still have Hot Wheels. They're right. not in trouble, but they you're probably going to cut everything that isn't those two lines. Yeah. Also, and they have uh, ga- their gaming lines. Their yeah. wrestling figures, they still have those, and that's apparently yeah. still a high seller for them, yeah, too. Yeah, you people are crazy. What can I say? I don't understand. We got, we got wrestling out of Target. That was one of my favorite days. We stopped when I worked for Target, and I was in charge of the toy department. We stopped carrying wrestling figures because they were so stupid, and nobody bought them, and they were terrible. And then they came back. And like, here's wrestling figures again. I'm like, all right. I haven't bought one in a long time. But... Well, I know, because you hate everybody that's in wrestling now. <laughs> I no, but I mean, in wrestling now. don't they? They own Mega Bloks too. Do they? I don't know what Mega Bloks does anymore. Because I haven't seen Mega Bloks since Target's been gone. I mean, uh, since <laughs> Target leaves, we're in trouble. Since Toys R Us uh, has been gone, <laughs> Walmart has taken over. Well, if is I Mega, guess they're at, is, Mega Bloks are at Walmart. Yeah, but isn't Mega Bloks also have that Halo line? Yes, is that yeah. them? Okay, yeah, and they're obviously still around because they did that. They did Destiny, which I think they. Yeah, canceled. I bought a bunch of that stuff on clearance, even though I don't play the game. But I just love the design work for those stupid little figures. They did, and then they they tried to do like some. They have some pop culture stuff, right? They did. They did like He Man, Skeletor, Beastmaster, whatever. They have aliens. They have Star Trek, and the little you know, it's like little Lego dudes of Captain Picard and, and yeah. And then they Riker. did they did Ghostbusters. I believe so. Yes. Until Ghostbusters ended up becoming. Yeah. So. The Mattel thing is interesting because it, I the, the site that you shared, that Ethan shared, was Toy Arc, right? Yeah, it was Toy Arc. And I was looking at the comments, and of course, it's just it's collector fanboys who are like, "Well, that's great." Just as soon as they were finally getting their act together, it goes to some stupid company that makes dog toys. Whatever. F this Hasbro Whoa. sucks. Like half of it was about Hasbro. Yeah, there's one guy like ripped Marvel Legends line. Like, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> remember, everybody was complaining about DC figures for the longest time. DC figures blow They've, because oh, there's no, no consistency. Right. The best and they never they did a really did good was, was DC was the DC collectibles line, which is not Mattel. Yes, it's DC's in-house line. They did these great figures, and then they went up to $30 a piece, and nobody bought them. They were $24.99. They were great articulation, odd stuff. You know, yeah. They were picking specific things from specific eras. So it was like Ollie's, uh, Oliver Queen as Green Arrow, but it was the Mike Grell Green Arrow where he looks like Robin Hood. Right. He's got the, the kind of pointy hat or whatever instead of the cow. Uh, they had Batman from like the 70s in the blue costume with the really pointy ears. They had Deathstroke from Marv Wolfman's run, which made sense. They had Wonder Woman from something modern. But then they did, like, Blue Beetle from Ted Core. I mean, it was a great line if you were a comic book fan. But as soon as they changed that price to $28 or whatever, died on the vine. Well, you remember a couple of years ago they started doing the three and three quarter. Because they started, yeah. they did a Batman. There was a Deathstroke. Then they finally did the Arrow vs. Arrow and uh, the Flash. And they did a couple of those. Well, the, three, the uh, problem with the three and three quarter line was that the... They did a, they did a three and three quarter line. They did this multiverse three and three quarter line. It was right. mostly Batman stuff. It was like the Michael Keaton Batman, mm-hmm. and the articulation blew because yeah. there was no wrist articulation. It was like elbows and knees, and not even. I think it was just like hip joints and shoulders. No, they, no, that was the thing. The shoulder joint sucked because the shoulder joint didn't go out. It just went straight. Mm-hmm. So the shoulder and the hip joints were five poa, but the 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 elbows moved and the knees mm-hmm. moved. Okay, but that was it. And you see companies now, SH Figure Arts is doing a one-third line, and they're doing some of the stuff from Injustice. Yeah. 
But those figures are $20 for three and three quarter because they're sold through special specialty stores. Right. I'm ordering them through previews through my job. But also they have like 30 points of articulation. Yeah. Too. These are, these are, these are a little bit less because they're three and three quarter, but yes, obviously the SH okay. figures are, are insane, but those figures are also 75 to a hundred dollars. Yeah, they are. You know, it, these, no. these crazy sort of things where, and you can't do a line off of that. That's part of the problem now is toys have become so specialized to, you know, mm-hmm. I ordered a, a, a six inch or seven inch whatever Deathstroke through some imported company that has something like fifty points of art. It's insane. Yeah, it's also one hundred and ten dollars retail. Well, we have what twenty? But that's the toy only fair coming up in a month and a half. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting, It'll be interesting to see what they don't do. Well, all the guys on that 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 forum where they're like, Mattel sucks. They don't have anything. Have you guys gone to see how much they've sold of Jurassic World? Right. Like, they did a great job with Jurassic World. Yeah. And they're selling out of a lot of the stuff. There's really strong stuff that's in there. Yes, we're seeing it still in market. This is the stuff that... All the stuff that ever arrives the week before Christmas <coughs> is always still there the first week of January. Well, I, ta- I talked to their their Jurassic World marketing team and uh, yeah, at Comic-Con, and they... They spent a a lot of time and effort really trying to. They did so much merch in six months, but uh, but even the research yeah. into figuring out what dinos would sell, what dinos wouldn't, what worked with the other lines, what didn't work. Well, the thing they also talked about is the fact that nobody buys figures, right? Don't screw the humans. You know, the humans aren't a big part of that line. Um, it's hard to do the new ones because it was asking like, well, when, when did the Jurassic Park three ones? Like, we're not touching three. We're probably right. never going to touch two. Uh, finally, I found the Ian Malcolm. I'm so happy. Um, still, have never seen that Claire figure. Not yeah. once from from Fallen Kingdom. Anyway, so it's not like Mattel's going to go out of business. And in the form, the same thing is like, well, Mattel's saving their money so they can go after the Star Wars license in 2020. Because both the Star Wars and Marvel licenses are up in 2020. What people don't know is the license for Star Wars is up every single year. Yeah. And Hasbro has to pay more and more every single year. I mean, that's why Hasbro keeps making, or Disney keeps making that, those kind of movies, because Hasbro has to repay for the license. Right. Um, if the license is up, sure, no one's outbidding Hasbro. No. It doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's Marvel, it's, it, Marvel, Marvel and Star Wars are not going anywhere unless Hasbro makes this mistake of screwing everything up. Because the thing with Hasbro is they own Transformers. Transformers is still a huge Correct. brand. And some of that new stuff is great. The blackout that they have in that elite size. Oh yeah, yeah. The chopper. Holy crap! But he, but look, if, if you he, see also if you see the 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 Huey Cobra from Bumblebee, I saw it at that Walmart again. I didn't have any money to get it, but I want that figure really bad. Send me a picture of it because I, I gotta find. I it. won't know. I went. Um, I went into. But the, all the Transformers money is their money. They're not paying a licensing fee for Transformers. Correct. So as long as they keep making money for that, they can use that money, that profit, to pay up front to hold on to the two licenses that in turn make them millions of dollars that bumblebee that that bumblebee merch completely sold out by christmas day mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot and of you stuff don't, i mean you see that happen but you don't see where everything from that they that they had on their end they had really it helped that the even the new designs from the movie yeah i've seen the movie yet the new designs from the movie look great. Like I said, it's like this is a Huey Cobra. This is my favorite chopper of all time. I want this. I haven't seen. I don't care. I want this. That the movie. The blackout looked great when they did that gigantic star scream. Yeah. The classic one. They've done a good job of trying to figure out how to do newer designs and classic designs and redoing G one. That gigantic Grimlock. Oh yeah. I've had that in my hand like four times. I cannot bring myself to buy it. But you, they redid the the Dinobots again. They and did, you know those Dinobots merge into. 
a, yeah, a, I, didn't, I, I didn't. I should have. I, I wish I would have known that. Because uh, I would agree. Because I wanted. I have. I've had that Grimlock several times, yeah. and all the others, and I've seen all of them, but I just I didn't. I'm trying not to buy lines that I don't have like a bunch of stuff for, and though I keep buying. If I would have realized they would, they merged, I would have gotten them. I probably well, I, sh- I should have gotten the the, the Triceratops anyway. I should have gotten Slag anyway. Slag, so it was great. But anyway, nobody's outbidding Hasbro, so that's not what no. Mattel's doing. Mattel's probably sitting there and saying, "We're going to concentrate on lines that we own." That's going to make us money. But even Barbie's dropped off compared to what it was. But it's still making money for them. That's the thing. Is Again, they're not paying a licensing. There's so much stuff that now, if you're not creating your own content, Hasbro has to pay millions of dollars to make millions of oh, dollars sure. with Marvel and, and, and Star Wars. Mattel has to pay DC Media to make Batman figures, Superman figures, Arrowverse figures... All the stuff that DC Media makes. And they're not, I mean... It, they, if, if I'm Mattel right now, and I'm in trouble anyway, we know what they were owed by Toys R Us that didn't get paid. Hasbro's in the same boat. Was Hasbro owed something like... Mattel was owed something like $250 million. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And that, Toys R Us was like, all sorry, of them, yeah, all we're not of paying them are you. kind of in that boat. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Toys, toys are going to look very different in two years. Marvel, I mean, uh, excuse me. Mattel doesn't have the payoff with the DC toys through the films and everything that Marvel and Star Wars has. Right, because yeah. the films suck. Right. And unfortunately, most of their figures suck. Yes. The Aquaman figures look nice. It's a movie that's doing well enough. People seem to like it. But I don't know if that film inspires people to go out and buy, you know, Aquaman and Mera. Every, the only thing anybody wants is Black Manta. Right. Because that Black Manta figure looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. See, that's what when they should have done Justice a two-pack of them. When you're sitting there at Justice League going, we can do Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash... Uh, Cyborg, Cyborg, I'm missing some Aquaman, St- Steppenwolf. Why? Yeah. Now we gotta make a Steppenwolf figure, and the design sucks. You have a Wonder Woman film, and you're like, outside of Wonder Woman, the other characters are worthless. Yeah. Here's Steve Trevor with a coat. You know, here's here's Ares. <laughs> Ares looks like crap. Yeah. He's terrible at the end of that film. Here's a. German soldier? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Indiana Jones had this problem to a certain degree, too, where outside of Indiana Jones, almost all those other characters are interchangeable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that worked in a line in the 80s. And it works in a line for someone like me. It's like, I want all the Russian soldiers I can get because they're three and three quarter. They look perfect behind Cobra guys. Um, if, But in terms of the DC, what people are looking for is not DC figures. Right. It's not those DC figures because they're doing the movie ones. The stuff that's been successful is the classic stuff from the comics. And DC Collectibles, their direct market line, are the ones doing them. They need to do a Super Friends line. They are. Or they did. They released yeah, they did. A, they did release. No, no, like, what I mean uh, is Aquaman and you Superman. Let me finish. The... You need to do a Super Friends a Super Friends line, not meaning from the actual cartoon, mm-hmm. but do a three and three quarter. The superheroes the, the Super Friends line they had back when that show was out. They had almost a three and three quarter figure that they did all of the characters. It's and, such a different time. Oh, it is. But you would, you would, I think you would find. It always amazed me that they couldn't figure out how to do a decently articulated three and three quarter Batman Superman line. Right. To do Batman, Robin, Batgirl, Catwoman, Joker. Uh, Two-Face, Riddler, Superman, Doomsday, Lex Luthor in his battle armor, Lois Lane, Selina Kyle out of her suit set, yeah. whatever. 
but it just it's it's and again it's it's all with all this different media and that's the other problem is DC's media is so jumbled. Yes. It's films and stuff. There's no consistency. Mm-hmm. So you look at their figures and you're like, okay, these figures are six inch, but these figures look totally different and they're like five and a half. Right. Or Marvel's like all of the Marvel Legends are the same size. Whether it's Black Panther, whether it's Avengers, whether it's Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. or it's the classic comic type stuff that they feed into them. Ethan's Christmas present to me is Omega Red. He's never appeared in a film before. Right. But he's in a wave with other characters that are comic-based or movie-based. You have a movie-based Deadpool line that also has comic Deadpools in it. Right. And stuff like that. So Hasbro has really tried to figure out how to mix these people. But it also helps that Disney slash Marvel Films has created a look for its world that this makes sense. The Marvel Legends line makes sense. Because all of them look the same, they have the same tooling and quality, and they have the same accessories mm-hmm. and that type of stuff. And then they do the stuff based on a particular line, right. the Avengers Infinity War, those kind of five-inch looking weird figures that I don't like at all, except the Hulkbuster. The Hulkbuster is great for three and three-quarter. If you want a three and three-quarter figure to go with your G.I. Joe's, it's a Hulkbuster, because that five and a half inch or whatever it is, yeah, that's he's the same size as Steve Rogers in that line. In the, the one that comes with the stones or whatever. Right, right. But if you take him out and you put him next to, like, Snake Eyes, like, yeah, Snake Eyes could fit in that armor easily. That figure's awesome. Like, this is one of the best buys. And it's cheap, too. It's like a five ninety nine figure. <laughs> um, that's where the, the, all those weird kind <coughs> of, you know, designs are specifically for a movie. So if it doesn't work, like, remember they did, like, two-inch figures for Guardians? Yeah. Guardians does, Yeah, didn't work. really... But you only committed to it for one film. Right. Hey, it didn't work. But you still had Guardians figures for Legends that sold out. Yep. Or at least went clearance. You know, as long as the stores are buying them, that's all you need. No, I, I totally agree. And it's just it's weird to see that I mean, Mattel's had the DC line for Mattel isn't losing all the DC line either. They get to keep superhero girls because they're keeping the girls line. Right. So they're superhero girl, girls line. But again, here's one of the problems with superhero girls. They started with those like five and a half inch figures and they did the dolls. Yeah. Five and a half inch figures are done. Now they yeah. just keep doing the dolls. Right. So Someone like me that bought my quote unquote niece, my best friend's daughter, a few of those six inches, like, well, now it's done. But the problem also is they don't have the the cartoon supported like they had with that line mm. anymore. I don't think you have that with anything anymore. Well no, I mean, but really... they did have it with the with the supergirl for line. Well superhero girls or superhero girls. Superhero girls doesn't seem to be something that's constantly on the air though. Like it seems like something that's just kind of mm-hmm. specials here and there. Well, that's see, that's what they thing. did. That's what they did with Monster High, where Monster High released four, you know, they'd four videos a year, and then the dolls would coincide with that event. Yeah, but that that kind of not having it be something that people are watching all but constantly, you know. We, G. Remember G. this G. Joe cartoon was an advertisement for GI Joe, right? It was mm-hmm. on five days a week. They produced 185 episodes in one season. Yeah. But even that resurgence of, of girls' toys that we had you know, a few years ago, My Little Pony and all that, seems to have died out. It's still there. Disney still has a strong presence. And again, this is kind of the Disney girls' line thing of putting Disney princesses as a brand. Right. Was one of the smartest things that they did. Oh, yeah. It was like now you have a reason for Pocahontas and Sleeping Beauty and Snow White to all be in the same room because it's like, well, they're all princesses and they're all in this princess board. Right. Well, that's what they did those animated specials for those, too. Yeah. Um, what is not an animated special, and what is not doing very well in the box office, is Watson and Holmes. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes when it was released. Well, I think so, it, it's bumped up to seven percent. It has a five percent audience score. <laughs> On the day it was released, it had a zero percent from yeah. preview audiences. 
after the initial um, uh, screenings for it, Sony tried to sell the property to Netflix, and Netflix refused to buy it. That is the only thing Netflix has ever refused to buy. I know. And that's a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Netflix would literally buy a program about you on your iPhone shooting a piece of slime going down a hill. Oh, I know. And they'll give you $10 million for it, but they're like, no, we're not going to do this. People Again, are listen, walking listening, out. Listening to Kevin and Bean, they had Will Ferrell on, and you could tell. They talked about that movie for maybe two minutes. Yeah. And it was basically like, yeah, we did something weird, and you know, maybe people will like it. Like it was so different that any at the time I'm listening to us, this has got to be terrible, because you can tell he doesn't care, right? And he can't even bring himself to lie that so many people do. You know, Megan Fox, I love working for Michael Bay; he's the best. And then two years later, she's like, "No, he's a Nazi, and I hate him, and I can't, I never want to work with him again." Um, he couldn't even lie as much as he was just like, "Yeah, we did something weird," and and yeah. You know, we shot it on the streets of London, guerrilla style, for a little bit, and it's. Uh, I haven't seen it. You I remember the last Will Ferrell movie you saw that you liked? Because uh... I'm thinking four years ago was Anchorman two, and that was a gigantic turd, also. Yeah. Does that count movies that he's cameoed in or something like that? You know, like, are you gonna include that? Because I would well, say depends. like Wedding Crashers. No, but that's that's no, 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 what, no. wedding crashers. There's still films around. Wedding he's crashers in the last four years too. Yeah, the last. What's what's the last Will Ferrell starring film that you thought you that you kind of liked? Because that that run, you know, that Anchorman, uh, not Semi the other Pro, guys. <laughs> I love that. Might be the last. That might be Which the last one? release. Other the other guys. guys. The other guys. I love yeah. the other guys. I love the other guys. It's funny. You guys are wrong. Dumb movie. No movie. Was amazing. <clears throat> Um, Apparently not as dumb as Sherlock and Holmes. Do you know that that movie? Holmes and Watson. What is it? Sherlock and Holmes. Holmes and Watson. It's done twenty three million worldwide. It's It's, amazing to think that twenty three million dollars is something to like. People are like, "Oh, that's bad." Done nineteen million domestically. Only four million. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It's made nineteen million domestically. The budget on it was $42 million. It was released on Christmas Day, right? It was released on Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's those diehards that think Will Ferrell is still funny. And we'll but still, that's still not... I mean, The weird you, thing is, is Will Ferrell is still funny. He's just not funny in movies anymore. You think about him, you know, people walking out of the movies and everything. It's still done $20 million. Well, you can walk out. doesn't mean you get your money back. Sure. But in, in a week where you have, you know, you, I mean, you have a lot of movies that came out. Yeah. You know, you you have you have the Spider Verse. You have uh, Bumblebee, Bumblebee Aquaman, Aquaman, Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. So let's see. Uh, Holmes and Watson's 2018. Even the 2000, Mule. Hold on, 2017. He did Daddy's Home Two. No, The House. Bad. No, Zoolander Two. God no. <laughs> I laughed once. Uh, I'm trying to find the movies that he did. Get Hard with uh, with Kevin Hart. I didn't no. even see that one. No, these are all ones I didn't see. He saw. He did Daddy's Home. No, the Lego Movie, but he's not the star of that. Well, no, he's he's, he's the bad Lord, guy. He's yeah, he's he's, he's okay. Yeah, but that's the animated. If you're gonna count that, that's my last one. Because uh, before that, Anchorman Two, no, Casa de Mi Padre, which. I've never seen it, but I love that idea. He did an entire film in Spanish, and that's yeah. where he was talking about that. And that feels like what, what Holmes and Watson was. was like, we're trying to experiment with something. Right. He's like, he literally did a film, a 2012, 
when he's probably making $20 million a picture or $10 million a picture. He did an entire movie in Spanish. He did the campaign in 2012, which we kind of chuckled that was, at. That was okay, yeah. yeah. But that's the last, the last one I saw that I liked would have been the Lego movie. But, but see, second act Hold on, let me see. has I, done I do. $28 million. You know, twenty one domestically. Mega well, that's, uh, but its budget was six. The other guys million. is two thousand ten. That is an eight year old film. What about Step Brothers? How old is that one? When did that one come out? Uh, that was before that, wasn't? Oh it? yeah, this is all before it. The other guys was kind of towards towards that. Okay. Uh, towards the end of this kind of, he did Land of the Lost, which was terrible. Yeah. Um. Where, but see, look at this. Step this Brothers is, is 2000, 2008. So this is kind of, this is that, that sort of run. So you have Semi-Pro in 2008, Step Brothers in 2008, uh, Blades of Glory in 2007, a supremely underrated movie. That movie is hilarious. I, love, I like that movie. I how, mu- that movie. how much money do you think that... Uh... Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. Uh, what's it? Kicking and Screaming. Again, underrated. But then he did Bewitched. Going backwards. He did Bewitched in 2005 also. Um, and then Anchorman is 2004. That kind of started that whole run. Well, I guess Elf in 2003. Yeah. Old school 2003. He still makes, he still makes tons of money off of Elf. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in Zoolander. Yeah, that's kind of that start. If you go from, like, Zoolander, where he's the bad guy, and then Elf is the star, Anchorman is the star, Wedding Crashers is the, the cameo, Kicking and Screaming, Talladega Nights... Blades of Glo- this is when he couldn't do anything wrong. Right. Step Brothers and Semi Pro in the same and then it just kind of falls off the map from there. Okay. So Aquaman is the number one movie right now. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it's made domestically? In the two weeks it's been out almost. Two weeks? Hundred seventy million. Well, it's, it's, is it is it taking it's taking the Amazon Prime stuff in? Is it like yeah. one let's say one twenty five? One eighty eight. Really? Domestically, five hundred and sixty million. Uh, I know worldwide. the worldwide number was insane. Worldwide number is seven hundred and forty-eight million. I knew the, the worldwide number was big. Jason Momoa. The for, for the the foreign number is seventy-five percent greater than. I think you see a lot of DC films are that way. I think that's yeah. The yeah, we're talking about the fact that Suicide those. Squad made more money than Justice League. We're talking domestic. Yeah, the foreign market loves these action. Oh movies, yeah, so that's why. Why do you think they made Transformers Five? Yeah, you look at the numbers for Transformers Four overseas; it's insane. There's a reason why they had China in it. Seven hundred forty-eight million is what. What did Into the Spider Verse make? Because this would be interesting to me. Into the okay, so this week right now, Aquaman was number one. Uh, with fifty-one million. That's this weekend. This yeah. weekend, uh, Mary Poppins Returns was number two with twenty-eight. Bumblebee was three with That's twenty. Be, I think both of those feel like disappointments to those. I was going to say the Mary that, Poppins that. one. They made such a big deal, and that's why everyone's like, "Well, they're trying to get away from Mary Poppins." It's like I don't think anyone's really excited for Mary Poppins. Spider Verse has done eighteen million, and then the Mules number five with eleven. Well, Spider Verse has been out for like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Spider Verse has done 103 million domestically, That's it. and 109 foreign. So it's 213. It had not even been released foreign. <laughs> 200, 213 million worldwide. Oh, okay. There you go. 103. Okay. That movie is excellent, by the way. 
Yeah, everybody keeps talking about how amazing that is. That movie is excellent. I like that movie a lot. The budget for that movie was $90 million for an animated film now. Did you see the people that they had to hire oh, for Oh, I it? know. Um, that means Haley Steinfeld's in two of the top three movies or whatever, two of the top five. Bumblebee has done $66 million domestically and $94, and so it's $156 million. But That was just released this week, right? That was released, that was released on Christmas. Christmas also. So this is its first true weekend. Yeah. Yes. That's domestic totals as of December 30th. And it's been out since the 21st. So, what? Oh, it is. So it was released last last, last Friday. Yeah. Because Mary Poppins was released on Christmas Day. And its budget was $135 million. Yeah, but that's cheap for a Transformers movie. Yeah, so it's... figure the budget for for Age of Extinction 2 or whatever, last night, whatever the five was, I bet you that budget was probably $245 million. Yeah. I mean, it's... That movie... Is a very it's a very very good trans- Transformers movie. First of all, the first thirty seconds of the opening sequence is better than all of the other Transformer movies put together. What's well, funny is the opening sequence of Into the Spider Verse is amazing too. Mm. Yeah, um, and the end. Stay for the end credits. Oh my god! Mary Poppins has done ninety eight million domestically, seventy four foreign. That's not too bad. One hundred seventy four, one hundred seventy three days. Yeah, uh, since December nineteenth. That was released on Christmas Day. Yeah. Interesting. Was so it in another market. No, they did it like the same with uh, Aquaman. They it came out. Released it midweek the week before too. Yeah. <coughs> I just think that there's too many films right now, too many family films, and I think it's a family film thing. I think it's too many films. Mm-hmm. And I think it just this is one of those films where. Just because it's lost in the shuffle, basically. It's good, you know. It'd be really you, interesting to see what would have happened if Solo was a December release. Oh, I know. I, w- I would love to have seen what that would have looked like. How it would have Where's Doctor Strange? Else. Let's get him to go check that out. No, it just, it's just I fascinating. 633,000 outcomes of Solo being released on December 17th. It's How just, many did it make money? One. <laughs> it's just fascinating to see that, you know, I mean, Mary Poppins actually has done better now than it did its opening weekend mm-hmm. in the box office. Well, well, yeah, because it, it was listed as Christmas Day. That opening stuff has got to be limited, limited release. Or like Aquaman is available to Amazon Super Prime or something. Because every poster is December 25th. Yeah. Its postered release date was December 25th. But it's just, it's just amazing to see that these films that you would expect to do so much more this time of year. Well, it's kind of like what we talked about. It's, this is an oversaturation. This, this weekend was an oversaturation. So it's a very odd. I've always thought when, when, when you kind of first had reading, I'm going to try English. When I was first reading about how much holiday films were doing, it, during mm-hmm. the holiday season, not holiday films, not Christmas films, I was always amazed at those numbers because I always thought to myself, who the hell is going to the movies during Christmas? But it's always... Not, not even Christmas Day. I'm just talking this season from December. I had... I went to see Wreck-It Ralph December 4th on a Tuesday. Which is number time, nine yeah, this weekend. Yeah, the first weekend. time I went to a film in three months. Since then, I saw one film and it was this morning. And I have four films on that list I wanted to see, I think. Something like that. So, I don't understand how anyone has... Well, maybe they don't work retail. So, they have a bunch of time off. Mortal Engines is... Mortal Engines was a mistake. Is 18th this week. It, 
Let's see. It's, that movie is going to lose millions of dollars. Done fourteen million. It's outside of the first time we saw the trailer, how many times did you see? Well, I didn't go to the movies at all, but I don't. I don't. Had, I didn't know anyone who saw a trailer. It did forty-seven million foreign, so it's done uh, sixty-two million Old worldwide. But even then, but that, its budget was a hundred. Yeah, so that movie's, it's, that movie's it's lost toast. Yeah. I think we mentioned that on our last podcast that there's an article. Our last saying podcast that was like was, a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was the fact that. Mortal Engines is going to lose like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean it's not going to sink an entire studio like that Gina Davis pirate film. <laughs> no, but but look at this though, because Disney also had the Nutcracker. Nutcracker lost a lot, lost money. The only movie of their three movies that came out for ho- the holiday season, November, you know, uh, what count Thanksgiving to to New Year's Day. The only one that's done well is Rocket Ralph. Well, well, I mean, Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins you know, I mean... Been, it's only been a true release for five days. True. So, we'll see where that goes. But yes, everyone is looking at The Grinch going, how do people still go see this? And people said that that movie was horrible. It's horrible because The Grinch is just mildly annoying. Yeah. Like, he's not a terrible person in it. And like, how can you make that film? <laughs> but what did that... That made like $200 million domestically. That, that, but the it's numbers a Christmas that, movie. It's not a Christmas movie. It's well, a it takes place movie. in Christmas. Are you talking about the, the Jim Carrey one? Or no. The, no, there's the, a... The, the Benedict the Cumberbatch one? one that came out like before Thanksgiving that's made like $200 million. 265 domestically. 265! 203 foreign, so it's done 469. The Grinch, the third incarnation of the Grinch. The second... Feature film of the Grinch. That's not live action. Does not have a star in it. Budget was seventy five million. The budget was seventy five million dollars, and I bet you ten of that, fifteen of that, went to Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh yeah. And I don't know a single person that saw that film. Arabella, Arabella was almost casting it. Too bad. As, the royalties from that would have been amazing. She she was uh, up for Cindy. Two sixty five. She was up for Cindy Lou. Who the hell is going to that? I don't know. I know you're desperate for kids' content, but how do you sit there and go, you know what? They took a 20-minute animated special, and it's now a 90-minute film in which the Grinch is slightly annoying. Welcome to Marwin has only done 7.7 7 million. That, that film is supposedly terrible. Its budget was $39 million. Oh, that's a cheap, It's a cheap film, but it's a film that nobody liked, Which apparently. Is... I wanted to see it. I, I still am The interested. trailer looked interesting, but I heard it's it's stupid. It's one of those movies Steve Carell's like, oh, I have office money. I don't need to well, worry but about But it's also, I mean, the, the, the subject... Steve Carell was one that you liked. <clears throat> the subject matter for it was what... It's a hard sell. It's a, yeah, it's a very hard sell. Mm-hmm. It looked... It, see, it's the thing. It looked fascinating to me, and then in the early stuff that I saw, I was like, it, it doesn't work. Well, they, left the, they left the main... They left part of the the plot of it out is the reason he was beat up by the Nazis was because he was a cross dresser. It, it, it's it's a it's based on a true story. Yes, it's basically a guy dealing with PTSD. Right, and this is and that's exactly what we read we need right now. I was like <laughs> I saw that as if it's not a film that's going to win any Oscars, you're in trouble if you release one of those now because you're just like oh, I don't want to go see a film about a cross dressing. Right, you know abuse victim who builds a world based on his action figures <laughs> it's too close to take, home <laughs> well take out the cross-dressing part you're like oh yeah 
I was still playing G.I. Joe when I was in high school because no one wanted to talk to me. <laughs> um, no, it's just... This holiday season, you haven't seen... I mean, I guess Aquaman The is weird your... thing for me is kind of being... I realize, <clears throat> like you mentioned, top five. And I was like, have I seen five films this year? Um, I've seen so few movies, and I realize now, I'm like, I'm just not a moviegoer anymore. I just don't... Which is weird. I'm you so and divorced. Ethan have switched places. I've seen so many this year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I didn't so even. I, I didn't realize we were doing that today. I didn't go through. Usually, I go through like there's a list of everything that's released, right? Yeah, I was looking and I it went up. through, and I went like two years ago. I saw like 17 films, and then someone like like Brandon, who I guess him and his friends on their their podcast, they saw a hundred films. That's two a week. Each of them saw a hundred. No, he saw a hundred films. I think all three of them went to a hundred films together. It was funny because he posted it. It's was, it was kind of cool. He posted it on his stories, like each one, right? He did it yeah. with blocks of ten, and a lot of them had like little things for it. You know, he was like, "Oh, I was disappointed in Solo," and I was like, "You're wrong. That movie's amazing." But we talked about Wreck It Ralph, and we're like, "Yeah, Wreck It Ralph was good, but it just wasn't as good as the first one." Which doesn't mean it's bad, but it also just isn't as good as the first one. So I've seen nine movies this year in the theater. Watching well, like, more than nine. That's like. Wait a minute. <laughs> Stall for time. For me, that's like... I usually see maybe two or three in the theater. That's, uh, yeah, that's a lot more than what I usually I see. But, yeah. Now I, now I want to know. Uh, 18. Uh, a lot of quietness here. It's okay, we'll let it um, Yeah, we should, we should pop. I I've seen twenty five of the hundred movies that have been released this year. Oh, there's more than a hundred films released this year. Well, the, the the they're showing on IMDb for I mean, excuse me, on Box Office Mojo for uh, 2018. Black Panther Black Panther was the number one movie of 2018. Yep. Seven hundred million. Followed by Avengers. I really, I'm really interested to see if that gets nominated. For it won't. So you don't think so? No. All right, I got ten, so I still got you beat already. <coughs> All right, what were the top five movies you saw this year? Out of the ten? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to see if there's this. Oh boy, no, I don't think there is more. <laughs> What's crazy is the Marvel movies. The three Marvel movies were in the top ten. Oh, eleven of this of this year. Well, the Entertainment Weekly had because they released their their year end like two weeks ago for their thing, and they showed the top ten movies, and five of them are, is it, or no, seven of them I think are Disney. Yeah. Um, I don't think I counted. I don't think I counted Incredibles too. So well, the top all. three are Disney. Black well, yeah. Panther, Avengers, and that's the one in, that I think takes, takes a lot of people by surprise. Is that, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Infinity War is not the top grossing film of the year. It's actually Black Panther. Right now, you know, according to this, right now, um, Bohemian Bo, Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Rhapsody is uh, above Aquaman, barely, but it's. Yeah, well, no, it made it's the. It won't biggest, be for long. Yeah, it's the biggest biopic of all time. Yeah. So yeah, the seven top three of the year of this year were Disney. Ten, eleven. 
three, four, five. So five of the top ten were were Disney owned properties this year. We had Black Panther, Avengers, Incredibles, uh, Ant Man and Wasp, and Solo. So that I mean that's still <laughs> no Disney. Anybody Disney doesn't think that 12. Disney made their money back with those two properties is crazy. So twelve. I saw. I, I barely saw a movie a month. Wow. I'm not. I just. That's, I don't you, see movies. Yeah. You, which is weird. Well, that's why because you asked me about the A list thing for things. Why don't you do that? Because why would I? I yeah. spend. I spend way less than twenty dollars a month going to the movies. Because I spend five bucks on going on a Tuesday. Um, I, I spend more than that usually on the same movie. Matter of fact, I yeah, did. I saw. I saw Ready Player One six times in the theater. You are an idiot. That movie was terrible. It did come out this year, didn't it? Yes, yeah. it did. So ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still got your feet. I got your feet. I didn't on the list here. Like I have I, Avengers: Infinity War, Solo, Black Panther, Spider Man and the Spider Verse, Fallen Kingdom, Ant Man and the Wasp. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Deadpool 2, Ready Player One, Incredibles 2, Mission Impossible Fallout. The Meg is down there somewhere, and I think there's one more that I ran into as I was going scrolling through here. Um, oh, Ocean's 8, Mamma Mia. Wrinkle <sighs> uh, I can easily say that Ready Player One is the worst movie I saw this year. Psh. Don't psh me. That movie's terrible. I love that um, movie. I know you do. The movie's still terrible. Um, I think here's the, the the hard thing is is the movie I probably enjoyed the most is Solo. Yes, but the movie that hits you, and and I don't think there's any way to not have it is Avengers: Infinity War, but only because it's a movie ten years in the making. Yes, you've been waiting for this film for ten years, and it delivered what you wanted. That's why Avengers is number one for me. It's a thing of it's a hard thing if you if you give me five I'm going Avengers, Solo, Fallout, Mission Impossible, uh, Into the Spider Verse, probably Black Panther over Fallen Kingdom, but both movies that I didn't like as much as I thought I would. Right, and it's again I don't dislike those films. Um. Fallen Kingdom probably had the most emotional response of anything I saw all year. Oh, sure. For everybody that cried at the end of Avengers Infinity War, you all can go to hell because the Brachiosaur died on, oh, that, that... on that dock, and that was the end of my life. I knew all the people that disappeared are coming back in the next film. Um, from a pure joy standpoint, it's Solo. I saw Solo three times in the theater. Yeah. I saw Infinity War. I think I only saw Infinity War twice. That's, I saw Infinity War. And I think those are the only two. Twice. Solo. Yeah, three times because we went. Yeah, I saw Solo three times. I saw Solo three times in something like five days. Uh, I felt like you for a minute. <laughs> uh, I was going to say. But again, I mean, out of 12 <coughs> films. Yeah. Ready Player One might be the only movie that I disliked. Like, I'm just going through it going, this is, no. I mean, even the, the Meg is stupid. And I'm not recommending it to anybody. But it's a dumb, stupid, fun movie that I enjoyed. For what it was, what it set itself out to be, it was good. It's got Rain Wilson in it, who disappears three quarters of the way through the film. And he's, <laughs> you're just watching. Like, but Incredibles the 2 is not in your top five? No. Incredibles 2 has one of the best scenes of the entire year. Uh, Which scene? Jack Jack versus the, what is it, the raccoon? The raccoon. Oh, yeah. That's that, a, that scene is amazing. amazing. 
Incredibles 2 was missing something for me. Yes. It's kind of like Ralph Breaks the Internet. I like Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's nowhere near as linearly consistent as uh, Wreck-It Ralph. No. And I think I think losing Felix hurt the film to me. And the things is the type of stuff they were jabbing at. It's it's almost a weird thing they're jabbing at stuff. Going, yeah, we've been talking about that for five years, right? You know, oh, they're making fun of social media. We know social media is, but is trash. They the spent too ever. much time on. To me, they spent too much time on on the. There isn't a MacGuffin plot that really matters because it's right. all about her. Yes, and in a way, it makes that film more important to some degree. But it just it just didn't it didn't land the same way that Wreck Ralph did. Incredibles two didn't land the way that Incredibles did to me. Incredibles is my favorite Pixar film. So I think, but it was almost like there were there was I totally agree with the Wreck Ralph that there was something missing, and it's when they get into the internet. Wreck Ralph wasn't as funny to me. Like I think that the there was a, there was a Desmond Tutu joke in it somewhere. And I laughed so hard, and no one in the theater laughed because I was the only person on the planet. I love that kind of stuff. Right. There's a couple of things in Spider Verse that crack me up that half the audience has no idea because it's it's calls to to you know comic book stuff. Yeah. Um. I would probably say if, if I'm if I'm really ranking, I'm doing Infinity War, Solo, Spider Verse, Fallout. There's really four that I really loved. And maybe Black... Because, again, Black Panther... Black Panther's good. You didn't see A Quiet Place? No. Quiet Place was good until... I like, I got... the, I like the Blind Place on Netflix better. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I still... I love that meme of uh, the actor that plays Daredevil looking all sad. It says... That look when Netflix cancels your show and then picks a movie where being blind is the most important thing in the world. <laughs> like that's fantastic. Um, no, I, I realized this year. That's why this is like a tough thing to do for the end of the year. I'm not consuming a ton of entertainment this way. Well, you uh, no, you are because I'm not watching, watching a lot TV. Of TV. I'm not watching. There's TV that I really love that I'm really into. But it might be like three things. Okay, what's your top five comic books then? Or not necessarily comic book, you know. Like... In terms of a series, um, Jason Aaron's still doing Thor. So I really like Thor. I think Detective's really good. Tomasi just started it. So it, it the end, I thought Tinian's end was really good. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of really the stuff that Dr. Afra. The Doctor yeah. Aphra book, I think, is the best Star Wars book because it doesn't have to be a Star Wars book. Right. Um, Vader's really good too. Uh, it, it's a hard. It's a lot of the stuff that I'm looking in that. Oh, uh, uh, Donny Cates' Thanos yeah. actually started last year, but that's been great. His Cosmic Ghost Rider is great. Uh, I like Jason Aaron's Avengers. Um, Brian Michael Bendis's Superman stuff fell so flat. Yeah. I think the worst decision was to basically remove lois and jonathan kent his son from that book mm -hmm. just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work for me um that's probably it's probably what i think off the top of my head 
There's not a lot of indie stuff that grabs me anymore. There's good stuff there. That's part of the problem. Is it's everything is, you know, not being kind of a critic or whatever. I'm really it's just a, an aesthetic look at something, and I'm reading indie stuff. Um, Death or Glory was really good. Black Science, Manifest Destiny, still continue to be two. I think two of the best titles that are out there. Um, I Paper Girls is still great. Yeah, you know, it's stuff that it's kind of just continuing. There wasn't really a a release. Maybe Highest House was very good. It was presented in an oversized format. It was a really good book. But the stuff that I'm I was reading, like when I when I was buying collections, I'm reading old Carol Danvers stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm reading. Um, they just did uh, X Men Reloads when Chris Claremont came back to Uncanny X Men um, after Morrison's run on X Men. Right, and he did it with Alan Davis. I just reread that, and I was like, "This is awesome!" Like they don't make, yeah, you know, X books like this anymore. So it's it's and in TV, I'm not watching anything. Yeah, well, Ethan, okay, what was your top five movies of the ten oh, you saw? Of the I saw 10 twelve, I saw. so there. There's probably um, thirteen or fourteen movies on there that I would have seen, and there's still two movies in there I think I will see. What's yeah, there's a few that I, I looked through and I was like, oh, I wanted to see that. Yeah. Well, there was a ton of stuff that I went through and went, oh, I wanted to see that. I'll see Bumblebee and, um, oh my God, I lost it. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Well, Avengers is my top. I've, I've seen that movie like 600 times already. Uh, not literally, obviously. <laughs> See, that's the thing, is when Rich says that about Guardians, we're like, I don't know, yeah. maybe. Um, um, I may have seen Guardians 600 times now. So, so Avengers, then Black Panther, uh, Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and then I'll round it up with Ready Player One. Those are the ones Am I the I only think... one that saw Mission Impossible? No, I've seen it. Okay. That movie was excellent. Yeah. Those movies continue to be really, 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 really good. Yes. Like, it's it, they have no business being there. If you can throw... Two. We had this debate on the Speakeasy Pop Culture Group, what the best quality was in terms of franchises. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, it's hard to argue. If you throw out two, so you take one, three, four, five, and six, Mission Impossible's quality is amazing. Like yeah. six is six is just as good as three, which is just as good as four. And four is just, it's just amazing the quality of those films. And again, it's it's but- a, it's a rote type of thing. They're, they've but taken done so well. They've taken the the classic Bond style of very much so. It's a Bond each, film as a team, which I think yes, it's it, the stakes in it. I mean, this this film without giving anything away, the last third of this film harkens back to something else, right? And that gives the last third of this film massive amounts of emotional weight that you don't get in a Bond film until now, right? With Daniel Craig's stuff. But even then, they don't leave enough people alive. Yes. But the, the, what I, the, the joy that I love in, in Daniel Craig's films is if you watch those four films, there's an emotional weight to it because you know it's it's a continuing story. Right. You know, the end of Skyfall means something to Spectre because of But what that's what's great the about end. these are that they are their individual film, but there is a hearkening back. Yeah. There is, if you've seen the, you don't have to see the others to understand it. And the fact they've kept all those people together for yes. this long. I mean, you think of how old Mission Impossible is. And that's a great team. No, it's a really good team, and it and it everyone gets to shine a little bit, and it and it's look, Tom Cruise may be crazy, but he's damn good in those films. Yeah, and Henry Cavill in this is perfect, absolutely. Oh perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I no doubt about he's that. He's so good as an action star. Mm-hmm. This this is 
He's a damn good looking. If anyone too. questions him, his ability because of the Superman films, well, he's which a, he's not no, he's, bad. A, he's, he's an amazing Superman. The films fail him. Yes, I That's totally I agree. When I talk about Wonder Woman and saying that film fails Gail Godot because I think Gail Godot or Gal Godot plays her very well because mm-hmm. she plays the warrior really, really well, and she plays the person that's you know dancing in the snow with Steve Trevor right. really well. I just thought that film, when you throw the whole thing up as a whole, is not very good, or at least right. not as good as people. There's, there's, you take some of that out, and I'm like, that's good. It's, it was and good you know, enough. Like, I can't wait to 1984 to see what she does. Henry Cavill ben is an Affleck amazing not, Superman, and I'm sure he's a great, he's a great Batman. He was, never seen a film he's in. He Batman. was really good. I liked that choice for the, what you, what they wanted to do with Batman. Putting him in there made sense to me. Yes. He's an older Batman who has stopped. Fighting. It's Christian Bale in Dark Knight Rises, exactly, mm-hmm. and he's great in it because he's older and he's beat up and he doesn't want to. You know, he has to do. This. Um, it's Batman after he's had the loss. Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, that's got to be. And, and and again, the only movie that I would go out of my way to say I did not enjoy at all was was Rogue One, Ready Player One. Um, I watched Rogue One again the other night. Man, that movie's so good. <laughs> uh, see, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I I still Christopher Robin. I love that movie. It was a movie I wanted to see I until see I saw it. how people reacted to it. So many people didn't like that film, but it just, as a person that's grown up and has a kid, you know, and has a kid and went through that. Well, everyone's uh, going to bring their own experiences into these. Yeah, it films. just it, it it hit me right. Dead Poet Society means more to me than anybody else I know because I was, you know, I was an English major and there was a lot of stuff that was going. And, and I was also borderline surprise movie this year: Ocean's Eight. I heard that movie blue. I really enjoyed it. I liked the fact that they didn't do it like a Ghostbusters reboot or re, you know reimagining or whatever you want to call it. That they actually had it where it was a continuation and it was you know Danny Ocean's sister and spoilers. Yeah, well, not really, but. <coughs> Excuse me. None of us saw Johnny English strikes again. And then the, the, I think that team worked really good. Uh, I wanted to see that one. I love the Johnny English stuff. Skyscraper. No one saw Skyscraper. No, not in the theater. It's funny to go through. <laughs> so you've seen it. <laughs> it was on. It was on something on one of the channels here when I was so up this watching is... the sets. So I sat and watched it. So IMDb has a 2018 movie list of 98 titles, and I don't know how they're ranking these, because Avengers, Infinity War, Aquaman, Solo, Fantastic Beasts, Black Panther, Fifty Shades Freed. Why is it? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, Jurassic World, Ant-Man and the Wasp. See, again, Ant-Man and the Wasp, a film that I liked, but I'm not saying I love it. Mm. Off oh, breaks the internet. Uh, I don't think any of us saw Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, I still haven't seen the first one. <laughs> I started to watch it the other night on HBO. None of us saw Tomb Raider. I don't think I saw Tomb Raider. That was one of the ones I wanted to see. I've seen it twice now, actually. The Predator. I haven't seen the Predator. I've had this weird. I've had people that hate that movie, absolutely despise it, and people that love it. And I was like, no, I like no, Tomb Raider. I I enjoyed. I liked it. I, it was a great choice of an actress. I the story. It was a great choice of, of an actress. I don't know. It's just like I don't know if it ever has the kind of. They made an escape plan too. Is that Dolph Lundgren? Yes. 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 No, that's Chris Batista. Still, Dave, just alone, Dave and Bust- Chris Batista is in it. Well, there's Dave Batista is it is in it, but I think uh, Dolph Lundgren also makes a cameo or something. 
Wes Chapin. Good lord. Anyway, uh, so Venom's not in your top five? No, unfortunately. <laughs> but Venom too will be. We'll see. It's funny how many people. I was reading a thread. I don't remember who posted it about Venom, and they're like, "Why did this movie do so well?" And the responses were, "It's huge in the LGBTQ plus community." Because it's obvious that the symbiote and Tom Hardy's character, Eddie Brock, love each other. And that they're struggling to accept it. It's like, what is this What? Yeah, it's like this huge film. Uh, I, I is love that going why through it this. did so well in the yeah, That's what they're saying. So I'm looking through. I wanted to see Fantastic Beasts. Didn't see it. Uh, what else in here that I wanted to see that I didn't see? I don't know if I put too many. Like Deadpool 2 was okay. I like Deadpool too. I mean, it wasn't. Was okay. It wasn't as good as the first. One. I did, That's I'm surprised I you didn't go see the the release. The, the, the I haven't had time. Ara, Arabella's Rampage. thing kind of uh, took over the end of the year. Creed two. So, at some point, I need to see Creed and Creed two. So um, I want to see Annihilation. I want to. See, I, I miss Sicario Day Day of the Solalo. That kind of ticked me off. So I forgot about Twelve Strong. <laughs> we we've kind of. Uh, is it an annual event now that Macho Man sends us music? I don't think we did it last year. Did we not last year? I thought... No, he I did a whole album that. last year. Last year was two years ago. No, because last year he did... 13, I saw Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs might be six. Isle of Dogs is a bizarre movie, but it's not bad. Yes. It's a very interesting film. Yes, we get it, Chris. You beat me, okay? I, Isle of Dogs... I'm trying to find one more. <laughs> I, Isle of Dogs was a... Um, was a it's, an, it's an interesting film. Um... But Nacho Man. Last year he did. The, remember he did the Twelve Days Nacho of Man's Christmas. That was two years ago, wasn't it? No, that was last year. He did the Twelve Days of Christmas. Year? So he sent us two this year. So I thought we'd play he him. Sent us two Twelve Days of Christmas. No, I was hoping Ethan was supposed to get together with him, and they were supposed to do Baby It's Cold Outside. You know, I've never seen Ethan and Nacho Man in the same room. I know. That's why so I wanted. Fun. That's why I wanted to. Maybe uh, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I wanted to wink, have wink wink. I wanted wink? to have yes, Nacho Man. Wink. wink. <laughs> that's why I say wink. So I wanted to have it. Nacho Man and Ethan do Baby It's Cold Outside because I thought that would be. <laughs> no, it's against the Me Too movement now. We can't. It would be the most grueling thing I could think I could ever do to Ethan next to making. Nacho Man, right? Nacho Man next to the 12 Days of Christmas, which he did all 12 last year. Do you, you not remember that? I thought that was two years. I thought that was two years ago. No, we looked it up because we were uh, we we're showing best. It was last year's Christmas episode that we did it. Wow! All right, so here's. I still swear to God that Ready Player One was not directed by Steven Spielberg. Yep. So right, here's the first Nacho Man song for the holidays, which apparently he's added music this year. Ooh yeah. Last Christmas, I gave you my nachos, but the very next day, you threw them away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll eat them all by myself. <laughs> that's the first one. That's it? <laughs> that's it, apparently. That's a, that's a much longer song. Uh, here's the second he, one. He ran out of money. Uh, did you get, did you get early, early Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Feliz Natividad. Feliz Natividad. Feliz Natividad. Careful, the cheese is very hot. Feliz Natividad. Feliz Natividad. Feliz Natividad. Careful, the cheese is very hot. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas. I wanna wish you a nacho Christmas from the bottom of my plate. Bottom of your what? Bottom of your what? <laughs> plate. <laughs> plate. Oh, I, I thought oh. it was a boot. Yeah. Bottom of my what boot. happened to the boot in your ass and all that? Uh, he he seemed to calm down a little bit. <laughs> he's uh, you know he's he's not as angry. <laughs> Feeling the Christmas spirit. That's, that's up there with Shatner Claus as the best Christmas album of the year. So that wraps up another year here at Nerdables. Another topic? No, oh, that was okay. it. Yep. I, I know it's been like three hours. So. We did. It's it's yes. Our top five was very disappointing. <laughs> my New Year's resolution: actually go to movies. Uh, actually, put a top five together. Um. Anything else you're looking for? Anything you're looking forward to for 2019? Just for it to be better. <laughs> I, I, know, sorry, I, I, I hate all those. Like, oh, this year sucked. Like you've said that the last ten years. Yeah. That's a point where you're like, you know what? Maybe you should just accept that this is what it's going to be. And I think people have this. You know, it's almost a sense of like movies where I'm going through, and while nothing was. There were movies that I really loved, and the other stuff where I'm like, it, it's good. And people go, oh, you must have hated it. It's that weird sort of thing. It's a reaction of either you love it or you right. don't, you mm-hmm. hate it. And I think we talked about that before, or we talked about it in one of the threads. Um, you know, it's, in terms of entertainment... Uh, Last Star Wars this year. Yeah, that's the big thing for me. I mean, Infinity War 2, I love when people are like, it's the most anticipated film. Yeah. You know, for, for anything other than Infinity War, or Endgame, sorry... Or episode nine, you're lying. Right. No one's like, oh, I can't wait for Mowgli or whatever. Or, oh, no, the, the Lion King's the most anticipated. No, it isn't. It's not at all. And sorry, it's not a live action film. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's driving crazy. For Dumbo. My life. Even like Dumbo. I don't Aladdin. Know. No. It's a lot of Disney next year. Yeah. What? Is Lion King next year? Is, Lion, yeah. is Lion King and Aladdin next year? Lion yeah. King, Aladdin, and Dumbo are all next year. Yep. Wow. And you have Toy Story 4. Dumbo, you're... Dumbo, it's, seeing Mongo so away is going to be tough. Next year, Aladdin next year is going to be just Disney. Will Smith. Well, again, we've said that every year. We went all the way back to 2015, I think, was the one. We're like, well, this is the year that something's going to lose. Because, yeah, yeah it was, we were talking about Jurassic World was going to fail. Mm-hmm. Because there were these huge films that were coming out in 2015. Yep. Including Force Awakens, obviously. Well, we're talking about the and it did, biggest and movies year, are going to yeah. be Disney this year. Well, they always are. Disney has Star Wars and they have Marvel. That's going to dominate your... We're getting three Marvel films again. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Far From Home, and Avengers Endgame. Those are going to be in top ten. Yep. All three of them are. I don't think there's any way around it. I sure. Um... Superman, I'm just Superman. Star Wars will be there. Star Wars will be there. You'll have Dumbo, Aladdin, and Toy Story Four somewhere. I think and... you could see one of those through the three not do as well as people think it is, and I think it's going to be Dumbo because Tim Burton films are very hit or miss for people. Um, you think? I think Aladdin is going to get hit harder than Lion King or Dumbo. I think Aladdin will be fine unless Will Smith is Will Smith. 
Yeah. No, I think the main reason, because even after that whole Entertainment Weekly post came out, and all my friends are like, I don't like the way that Will Smith looks in it. Well, then we well, don't know what he's going to look like because this is his human disguise yeah. or whatever. Um, in ter- yeah, but in terms of looking for us, I'm interested to see episode nine as much as for the fact that I want to enjoy it as much as I want to see how the hell they're going to pull this off. Right. And also from from like, you know, pulling yourself away from it, having JJ do it. You heard what John Lega slipped, right? Yeah. How... Um, how different now I view Force Awakens after Last Jedi. Right. Still enjoy Force Awakens, but it, Last Jedi had so much more meat. Well, on on Carrie's me. birthday, um, no, on the anniversary, yeah. uh, her brother came out and said there is a lot of footage that they have available to them for episode. Depends nine. if they use it or not. I mean, it, it's it's a thing. I don't even want to talk about it. I know right. stuff that's already slipped. And like, it's a year away. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it yet. All the people that are like, we're getting a trailer. No, we're not. Uh, we no. didn't get a trailer a year ahead of any of the other films. Why did you think we would get it for this? Do you think we'll get it Super Bowl? No, you'll get it at Celebration. Right. Celebration, yeah. If Let's... there's a Celebration year, they're not going to put it anywhere else. Uh, I celebration. agree. I agree. Well, I, they did do, remember, they did do a, te- a teaser for Episode 7, and then they did the uh, we're Episode home. 7 Ep- was... They did the teaser where they show uh, Finn coming up out of the sand. And but, then the, but that's like a month apart. Yeah, I it know. wasn't. It's not now. I think so. I don't think you're going to see anything to sell because again, episode seven is a different beast. You're ten years from the no, last I, film, I agree. and you had a bunch of people on the internet. I hope they do better than George did. I hate him. And then after last Jedi, I want George back. He's well, the only person who can do Star Wars. You remember? I mean, we we interviewed the guys that that did the Dear JJ Abrams yeah. thing and. You know, that was a big, there was a lot of talk then about everything. You've got two films that are wrapping up huge things in Endgame and Episode Nine. Yes. Um, Endgame will be very interesting to see where we're at at the end of that Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Or it, where we're at in the Marvel Universe at the end of that game. And obviously, Episode Nine. I think Captain Marvel will probably be the most fun of those three. Well, maybe Spider Man, but you think Captain Marvel has no stakes, which is a good you thing don't think in so? a way. No. Because it's it's just it's her. We know she survives. But it's a it's a it's. I mean, we know Nick Fury survives. It, it we has, know Coulson survives. It we, it has no stakes within the Marvel universe. That's what I'm saying. It has no. St- you can go and have fun. It doesn't matter. But as far as a Marvel, oh no, it's film. It's, it has huge stakes as a Marvel film. So did Guardians of the Galaxy. Because this is, is the, Guardians this of the Galaxy first was probably the most important film. film that Marvel released in terms of what they want to do with those films, right? And what they want to do going forward. Guardians of the Galaxy was the most important film that they they released because, like, if that bombed, everything was going to be Captain America five, Iron Man six, Thor fifteen. It was just going to be the same. Four they learned heroes they didn't have to again. play it safe. They learned that they could they could take characters that nobody gave a damn about and put them into something and people would enjoy them. Black right. Panther did it. This. And you've established, also, you've established a thing where Cap- I, I would be shocked out of my mind if Captain Marvel, quote unquote, failed. Ant Man and the Wasp didn't do great, but it did fine. Marvel has done a great job for the last 10 years of basically assuring audiences that even if you don't know who this character is, it's still going to be a good movie. Yeah. So people are going to see it based on that factor. Now, if, if it just for some reason they just picked the wrong directors, wrong writers, or whatever, and it's just a crap movie. Then yeah, that's gonna Captain be Captain Marvel's gonna be Captain issue. Marvel's gonna be in the top five. It's not but, gonna be Black Panther. Yeah, no, 
I think Black Panther. You're never going to see anything like Black Panther. You think it's you'll like do Wonder Woman numbers? No. Wonder Woman again. It's it, Wonder Woman was a phenomenon. Yeah. You're not going to. You only see that once. You know, even even with Infinity War, as amazing as it did, remember we weren't talking about those numbers like we were talking about Civil War three years ago. Or Correct. Mm-hmm. When we were in Civil War, you're like, oh my god, how much money did this? This made all of the money. All of the monies in the world went to Civil War last weekend. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. We weren't talking about that with Infinity War. It also didn't help that you know there's only four showings a day because it's a two and a half hour film. Um, Which this one's going to be even longer. Yeah, and it'll be fine. And, and the thing is, you had a really long film that the whole theater is just going to be nothing was wasted to me. Right. Oh no, yeah. Like you watching that in spurts over the last two weeks because I'm watching like 20 minutes a night before I fell asleep. It took me like 10 days to watch that film. <laughs> I just watched 20 or 30 minutes. I was like, oh, I can't stay awake. Um, like, like I just watched it again yeah. last weekend, I think, and it still holds up. I oh love, yeah, no, it's got, I, it's, I love it's, that it's, movie. It's yeah. great. It's fantastic. Um, but those are the two in terms of entertainment. Those are the two films, and then again, because as a Star Wars geek, the biggest thing for me in terms of television <laughs> is the Mandalorian. Right. How is the man? As much talent is thrown at that first four or five episodes, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it. But with everything in entertainment now, you have to have that little trepidation. Like, is this gonna be? You know, I think we've, like TV, le- I think watching... we've learned that though. We've learned. To... Well, the new picture they dropped kind of excited me, but then at the same time, I'm excited. Those are the three things. If you want to throw out things that I'm that I'm genuinely excited for, like I can't wait to get to these three. That's it. But I think and that's rare le- for me in film now. But we... you also have Galaxy's Edge opening. Yeah, I'm not gonna get Nobody's to that until like November. To, yeah, nobody's gonna be able to go in until December. They're talking about the possibility of people being put on a wait list for oh, two yeah. months. Oh yeah, before you can get in. But it's. It, but I love the, 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 the. Did you watch the preview? Yes. I love the shot at the end of Galaxy's Edge. You know the the, the kind of computer generated one. I'm like, where are those people? Yeah, there's nobody there. There's like two stormtroopers, someone, some alien in costume, and like a family of four, and yeah. three people walking here. And I'm like, are they closed? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what planet like, is this on? <laughs> like, where did those people get in? I, lo- I love all those shots of the stuff for for Disney, and it's like, well, we oh, now know, at, we now know at, what the look at Main Street with nobody there, and I'm like, no, I can't. I walk into Main Street as early as possible, and you cannot get a clear picture down Main Street. It's, it's so funny. Is uh, I sit there, there, Bella, getting ready to pick Arabella up at her gymnastics practice on Friday, right? And the, fa- the his family behind me, he's like, "Yeah, we're getting ready to leave to go to Disneyland," and I'm like, <laughs> "Really?" Yeah, you learn that quickly. You can't. I said, "I see." Oh, I'm so sorry. He goes, what? I said, it's going to be packed this week. He goes, yeah, I know. We're saying we're going with two million of our you know, favorite friends. I'm like, 830. All, all those posts all those posts for the holidays, it's like, it's funny where I say, I'm glad I'm blocked out. Like, 830 I don't yesterday and in yeah, the yeah. morning, they closed the park. Because everybody's out of school and everybody's out of work. Yep. I think people people don't realize how many companies take the last two weeks of the company. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. And Melissa's not working. Yeah. No one in Amgen is working. The, From the twenty third to the fourth, nobody's in that building. The entire film industry and music industry, right yeah. Now so it, it's, but again, in, in terms of entertainment, in terms of what I'm looking forward to, I guess that would th- those would be the three things that, off the top of my head, I'm excited. Arrowverse is going to give us Final Crisis, or Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm not, I'm not jazzed for it because I'm not watching any of those shows. Otherwise, we have the final season of Game of Thrones. We do. That's all you guys. 
There's, a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out in 2019. There's a lot now, of stuff Now I'm getting year. anxious. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I don't well, know how no, I'm going to fit go, all this stuff Go in. through the list of movies and look <laughs> at all the stuff that we wanted to see. Right. Every year. That's is, what I'm saying. Is is I'm stuff. getting anxious because I'm not going to be and able to fit all this into my when I When I see people, especially younger people. That sounds so freaking old. The young people today with the video games and the streaming. What and, the video games? What the video <laughs> games and the streaming and the pudding pops? Blah. I don't know how anybody keeps up with it. I've, I've this year as much as any other year. I've finally accepted. I'm not a moviegoer. Right. Like I'm not a TV. Whatever. I'm not. I'm definitely not video games. You know. I'm playing Word Crossing on my phone. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. You know. Red Dead Redemption. Great. My friend Doug got it. He met, He had to make himself stop playing it. Yeah. Because it was such a time suck for him. He's like, I realized I'm not doing anything at the house. It was a day he, he texted me. He's like, I just played Red Dead Redemption for four hours. I said, yeah, when I was younger, when I was a young man, but I, when I Halo don't... 2 came out, me and my friend Scott played that game for eight and a half hours straight as a co-op. And we had no idea. We looked up and it's two o'clock in the morning and realized we've been playing for eight hours. I had a, a buddy shift that has work. been playing Red Dead. And... Uh... He uh, he's like, oh, you gotta play this game. He goes, I've been going off on these side missions so much that I've almost forgot what the main story was. Yeah. What I was supposed to be doing. So, and I'm like, that's what I, I is. You know, Ethan, how I am with those games. I would be off doing so many side missions and getting achievements and things like that. That I would. Dinosaur Park. I haven't played it in. I, yeah, see? I haven't played it. In, I haven't really done anything yeah. in the last three weeks. And that's part of the reason why I don't have a game system. Because yeah. I know me. I'm so far behind on comics. I'm so far behind in TV. I'm so far behind in movies that I wanted to see. My my Netflix queue has probably not been touched in two months. Yeah. The last season of Voltron <laughs> came out. That would probably be number one if I had time to see it. And I haven't watched it. Yeah. It was Arabella's thing the last couple of weeks have just kept so me just, so packed and it's, busy. It's a, it's a weird thing to kind of do this show... Where outside of hunting for toys, I don't know that I do anything as much as I did two years ago. And even then, Ethan finds all of them for me anyway, so I don't have to have <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I just like, Ethan, go find me this. I'll just send him pictures of the stuff I'm looking for. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there anything that you're excited? I mean, Game of Thrones for you that I didn't have on my list. Mm. What um, else? I mean, because I look at TV and I'm like, what, what in TV are we really excited about? If you're a Westworld fan, isn't Westworld this year? Yes. So there you go. Wait, or no. They already did season two. They've done season two. Season oh, three year. will be coming out this year. Is it next year? Which. Well, yeah, still next year. I, guess. I was talking to one of their cast members, which I can't mention because of the thing. Uh, we're talking that, because we were talking about Paramount Ranch, where it burned down. Yeah. Because they've shot a lot of Westworld there. And I think they shot most of Westworld there. Didn't yeah. they? Well, they built the church that was there, which is the only thing that survived the fire. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, thankfully we weren't going back there this year, mm-hmm. which they're expanding out past the actual Western, West world. Yeah. yeah. Western aspect. Yeah. Which that, I mean, that shows, you know, really done well, done well, well done. Jeez. I really tried. I, I couldn't get into it. There's a, but I know a lot of people like that because it is, it is a slow, slow. Burn. Oh, it's very slow. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's just, I just There's stuff you can look at it. that's quality that you're just sort of like, yeah. Okay. I've done that with a there, lot of There's stuff so too. many things, you know, and, and there's so many more shows. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, the History Channel or Nat Geo, one of them has a new show um, coming out that's about Area 51 back in the 50s. Mm. 
um, which looks really good. And I'm like, I, you know, I really want to watch this. But they're doing something else as a as a <coughs> scripted series too that I can't remember now. Sort of like Vikings. Yeah, I can't um, remember what it was. I just seen. Well, there's Nightfall. Nightfall has, matter of fact, season two of Nightfall has uh, Mark Hamill in it. Um, and then uh, Daniel Radcliffe has a, uh, a limited show that's coming on AMC or something. Hmm. There's, I mean, there's, as long as he's not doing movies anymore, so pretty got some weird movies. Uh, he, the one where he's he got Harry Potter money, he can do the weird one movies. where he played the dead guy was really interesting. Um, interesting doesn't always mean good. I no, I but I enjoyed it. I liked it. I mean, of course no. you. I remember that one, yeah. There was some fart humor in it, too, where, you know, they, <clears throat> they would, you know... Fill him up with the air and, yeah, and use fart it. his way out of an ocean or, like, out of the river or something to get but him it was, out. But it was... <laughs> but see, it was just this one guy, you know, basically dealing with himself, and he, you know, manifested this imaginary friend, sort of. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was interesting. I think I'm just too tired to watch any of this stuff. <laughs> All right, so anything? So we're going to wrap things up and get rid of 2018. Uh, we'll be back next week. Really? I don't know. It's Dude, the first time in four weeks. Last week, I was so sick. Between I people admit. being sick and people not being here. Yeah. yeah. No, it's what I put on Instagram. I was like, we're back from our holiday break, which was the whole month. Well, one person that <laughs> listens to our show is really happy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's been tough this month, but hopefully we'll get back on track. We'll posting topics and maybe stick to them we need to do our draft we really do i need to find a day that everyone can be here yeah including sebastian and then it's a whole week of setup yeah because we're not drafting on the show no so it's 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 a it's a process so i've no i told sebastian we want to do it in january i need him to give me a day and then I need to give you the day and say, no matter what, that's the day. Because that's yes. the other problem with this. Is sometimes it's Saturday. Sometimes it's Sunday. Sometimes it's like, well, can you do Sunday? No. We need to pick a freaking time and a freaking day. And that's it. And then everything else moves around it. But that's okay. not what happens. Well, we'll figure out what Sebastian can do. And then we'll do it. And we'll have this production meeting off the air. So, for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying make sure you check us out at Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. And we happy will new happy new year. We'll see you next year. Yay. Or talk to you next year. <laughs>